welcome to Honey Hush, the podcast for up-and-coming and established leaders alike. Every week, we discuss how to win influence with one simple strategy, kindness. Whether you are a successful entrepreneur or still in the dream phase, Honey Hush is for you. Now, here are your Hive hostesses, three Southern businesswomen who know a thing or two about using honey to attract the bees, Lacey, Michelle, and Elizabeth. Welcome to The Hive. Can you believe it? After all of this collaborating, we are really going to do this thing. So what's a hive? A place where bees hang out to make honey and share the sweet goodness. And as we have come to realize, we have a lot of goodness to share on this subject, a pushing past the perception of how much of the world may view Southern women entrepreneurs. You know, talking is definitely something that Southern women do well. But one thing with us that is consistent is that every time we get together, we're always encouraging each other or have business ideas to share. Sometimes we say we're just going to get together for one thing. But in the end, we always end up helping each other solve social media problems or develop the next business idea. Uh, But it's also never just real quick either. (laughs) No. So, Elizabeth, tell us, why do you have us all here? Why did you send us that text about six months ago or so? Well, I had this particular thing go down within my business that was just the last straw on the last camel's back that just left my heart aching. I specifically have a thriving social, uh, well, it's a network marketing business that is primarily promoted on social media. And I've watched women in this section of the marketplace, not just my particular company, devour each other on a competitive level as if there's not enough business to go around for everyone. I'm very, I'm very successful at what I do, but not at the expense of another human being. And as I began to feel crushed, I decided to raise my head and look around just to see who else was out there running the same type of race as me. You know that saying, run as fast as you can, then look to your left and your right. Those running beside you as fast as you are, those are your people. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. That's what I wanted. I needed local businesswomen who I could tangibly get my hands on from time to time, who could sh- who I could trust, and we could talk about our business highs, our business lows. But I wanted to be known in the business space on a higher level thinking by other successful people without them feeling that I wanted to steal their ideas or their friends or, heck, their customers. And I want it to be okay if we don't always agree. Right. Because how many times in our lives, even as young girls, have we been told either outright or subliminally, you can't sit here. It is not just go away when we become adults. That is so true. But Elizabeth, why us? I mean, our community is full of amazing entrepreneurs and business owners. What made you seek us out with that message? Well, one thing that I guess everybody here at The Hive is going to figure out sooner or later is I'm a very observant person. I need people in my life that are the same in person as they are online. It is so easy to appear successful on a social media square. It's also somewhat easy to appear successful in public. I mean, paint on some makeup, carry a luxury handbag, send the perfect family Christmas card, attend the right social events, and wham, you've got everybody fooled. All the while, so many women are dying to truly be known. They're dying to have that commodity of transparency where they can grow while admitting that they're actually limping along. And more often than not, that vulnerability lands them at the top of the discussion table with another group of women so that those women can feel better about their lack of business. That is so true. How many times have we been a part of a conversation? I know 
way too many for me, where I sit around and hear these women single out another woman for really being successful. Right. But what you hear from them is she's this or she's that or picking apart so many things and calling them flaws when I'm really sitting listening to what they're saying going, what they're saying is she's successful. What they're saying is that she's good at this. Mm -hmm. And it's always blown my mind at how easy it is for us to get caught up in those things and not be able to call it success. Right. And each one of these women women that I sent this text to that day all live transparent lives where the real life and the highlight reel all lines up. You each have created a community through social media that stretches far, you know, way farther than just Startful Mississippi. You do it with what it, you know, you do with social media what it was intended to do. But then in real public life, you're that same person. And I find that very unique as well as very magnetic. I was physically shaking that morning, though, as I pressed send on that text message because I adore and I admire you ladies. And I was risking you guys thinking I was a complete flake. (laughs) I think you had confidence in what you saw and how we had impressions upon people. Yeah, of course. I mean, you you each have such an impact on people, both in person as well as online. And I was praying to God that your hearts were authentic and pure, but I was prepared to have a big old response of no thank you. <laughs> the easy thing as a business owner would be to never ever post online. So leave your personal life personal and your business life just business. Um that that was just never gonna work for me. Um it's very easy to assume that everyone in a business space is one unit, like we all fit together, we all like each other's posts, everything looks really pretty online if you were to just be glancing. We all look like we fit seamlessly and we all get along. But the reality does not always match when I'm in the grocery store, when I'm at the ball field. Um or the dance studio with my girls. So, Elizabeth, you were having an absolute fit over this. Yeah. Like, you were seeing that, too. Um, so, if we can do this socially, we should be able to do this in real life. Absolutely, sure. because I refuse to think that faking it or hiding is helping people in the world that we live in. Whether or not we like it, we live in a fast-paced, social media-driven society that has people running back home as fast as they can to hide every single night. We are not most effective by playing into that facade. And I just feel like I needed to start the conversation with people that appeared I could trust. But I was terrified. Well, speaking of being terrified, you know, I have had a social media presence through Instagram and through my business website, but never a strong blogging presence. And I did kind of... um, Tiptoe, tiptoe off the cliff or towards the cliff when I shared my and my, my, my husband's fertility journey on my blog. And I was terrified. Um, and a couple of days after I shared our story uh, about our fertility journey, uh, this p- comment popped up. And I didn't know this person, but it was the most heartfelt, loving message just about seeing where I was and knowing where I was and understanding what I'd been through. And Elizabeth, Elizabeth, that was you. You had found my blog. Um, it was through so that. good. It is so good. I mean, it's still out there. Well, thank you. It, is, it lives on the it's internet so forever. <laughs> Can't kill that stuff. Um, but then you stopped into my studio to say hello and we got to meet in person. Right. I mean, I was just really impressed with your wisdom and your business, sna- your business savviness. Yeah, say that three times in a row. 
business savviness at such a young age. And then the fact that we share an almost identical infertility journey was just, it was super spooky. And then Michelle, hello, social media queen. I mean, I'm pretty sure you invented hashtags. (laughs) Well, Liz, you and I, we went to the same high school. We lived in the same neighborhood. I mean, literally, I think we figured out a couple weeks ago that we were literally like Three or four. She lived. She lived in the new side of the neighborhood. I lived in the old side. <laughs> and by new, we don't mean like for real new. We no. just mean like seventies versus sixties. It's a yes. thing. Oh, right. real. So, um, but our high school it was absolutely huge, and so we just really um, that. I think there's only like a year between us. Right. But that one year, it made a huge difference in how well we knew each other. I knew who she was. That was really about it. But at the same time, you better believe I was screaming for you that day that your entire family busted <laughs> up onto the Ellen show, y'all. <laughs> I mean, I wanted to hitch my wagon to your story from the day you decided to go into the food business. I mean, you're just mm. one of those people that everybody's attracted to. I mean, <laughs> even Tim Tebow can't help himself. Girl, girl, Tim, <laughs> I literally told him um he he told me he would smell my carbs smell um he would smell them he was on this particular diet and he absolutely wouldn't eat him so i told him we couldn't be friends we just couldn't that's on him <laughs> and then okay so let's not forget there are two other local girls here in this town that were on that original text thread where i just took that long shot held my breath risk looking like a total idiot and i sent a message to four other people so there were five of us that basically just said Y'all, my heart is breaking because I feel like we as businesswomen are not doing a good job of truly being kind. It's like we do not know how to be happy for someone else's success because somehow we assume that that woman's success means that we are somehow not succeeding ourselves and that if she wins, we lose. Mm. Is it possible to clap for someone else without having to worry about whose feelings you're going to hurt? Y'all, the second I pressed send, my heart began to pound so loud. I honestly had no idea how this was going to be received. But then again, I mean, what do I have to lose? But that day, it was literally like you had read my mind. I had to stop myself from going live on Instagram. Y'all know I love my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but the day before um, you contacted us, because I was drowning in this topic, um, to look at things over the course of the summer, um, times at the pool, times to be in. There are so many times that I was seeing things and I was watching. I had become so much more of an observer um, after I sold my business. Um, so I wasn't just a You're con- consumer. Right. So now I was watching people rather than just space to be able to see what was going on. Wow. Yeah. Absolutely. Like being a a player on the field and now being someone sitting in the stands, being able to watch what was actually happening. But I did. I thought, freaking heck yes. Like, I'm not alone. This is really happening. It's so true. And what you were describing that day was exactly the situation that I was going through on that very day. Um, And it's not just something that is isolated to small towns, though. I mean, this is happening all over our country. And I have a Pilates studio, but through my time in in my retail store as well, that's when I really saw that meeting other women at market and listening to their stories about 
another owner in their own towns. And just this is everywhere. It's not even, you know, um, specific to the South. It really is everywhere. I do think that there's a uniqueness to it in the South. But Mm -hmm. it's important for us to know that if you are listening in Florida or Wisconsin or California or Oregon, you're mm-hmm. going to be able to de- identify with this. It's everywhere. Your we just happen to call it, bless your heart. <laughs> I don't know what you call it, but down here we call it, oh, bless your heart. We just, but we don't mean bless. We just bless you. <laughs> so the other two girls in this original conversation, because there were a total of five of us, mm-hmm. is that, right. yeah, a total of five. Okay, so this has just been their absolute most hectic time. Um, We definitely want to have them as guests on our podcast, for sure. Absolutely, and I find this so refreshing that even though they have totally championed us in this effort and they've offered Mm -hmm. perspective and just wisdom along the way in developing these ideas with us, they are wise enough to know that they need boundaries in this season and that now is just not the perfect time for them to step in and take on something new. Uh, And I have a huge amount of respect when someone can see Mm -hmm. something. Boundaries. Yeah, and just say, you know what, not right this moment. But to be there and cheer us on and support us in every way, we cannot wait for you to meet them. Yes. And so what we walked away from that very first meeting in that basement downtown with all five, all five of us mm-hmm. is that we're all standing on top of success mountains, but on different islands. Safe little islands away from the cattiness of potential disappointment that comes from offering your hand in friendship only to have it slapped when you offer that same hand of friendship to another entrepreneur. I mean... Sounds crazy when you say it out loud, but we all know this is happening on the regular. And we had each unintentionally ran to a safe place of self-protection while pressing the heart button on social media posts or giving hair high fives across the room at a school function. We we liked each other and we like, wanted quote unquote to be friends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, liked on Instagram. Uh, we were liking each other's things. We wanted to be each other's friends, but we had been burned <laughs> enough already that staying safe is what worked for us. Mm-hmm. In fact, you know, a, about a year ago, I actually tried to create a program for young girls in our town, and it I couldn't. I was doing it alone, and because right. of that, it could never get enough momentum to actually happen and and, and come to fruition. Um, but it was because I was alone, and I'm so thankful to not be doing this alone. We're done with that. We've each been successful in our own space. The cat's out of the bag now. We have no choice but to run. We're going to be so freaking awesome. So many of you are out there being successful alone, but are just like us. And I know that y'all desire more. Or, Michelle, some of us have been perceived as being successful. <laughs> Oh, show. Because the reality is, who out of the three of us actually has their laundry done this morning? Like, folded, put away, or how many baskets? Um, A bunch of hands down. Mm -hmm. Mine is all done, but it's only because of my husband. Nice. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we have told everyone how we know each other and how this idea came to be. But let's tell more about what they can expect from us individually as the podcast develops. We have so much content that supports the ideas of winning in the business place while not viewing other women as your competition. But as you can already tell, our personalities and behavior styles are quite different. So you're going to get a full transparent scope of how Southern women live out business. So Elizabeth, tell me who you are. I would love to know 60 seconds. Who is Elizabeth? What the heck are we getting Getting into? (laughs) What are we getting into? And what is your number one goal that you hope people take away from you through this podcast? Okay. So, all right. So my name is Elizabeth and 
on the Enneagram, if you're familiar with that, I'm an eight, wing seven, disc profile, I'm a DI, um, but that's all behavior and personality stuff. Um, I'm an introverted extrovert, or an extroverted introvert. I, I enjoy being by myself. You know, as far as, like, I get my energy from being by myself and collecting my thoughts. I'm a very deep thinker. I'm an analyzer. Um, but I'm also, like, a big giver. I'm a big lover. I'm a big um, 100%. I'm, I'm 0% or 100%. And so when you say, what are you going to get from me? You are going to get transparency to the point that's going to make you uncomfortable. Because you're not going to be okay with how much I share. And you're not going to be okay with what I ask you to share. You're never, that's the thing I've got my whole life. I walk into a room and my presence makes people uncomfortable because I, they know that when they walk away from a conversation with me, that it's not just, it doesn't stop there. It's never surface level. It is so much deeper than that. So Lacey, what are people going to get from you? Who are you? And what do you hope to contribute to this podcast? I am Lacey Mitchell Arant. I, um, you can just know that I will generally be recording in red lipstick because that's about all I'll ever have the energy to, to get myself together with. But, um, so you can have that vision in your head, but I just, I think more than anything, really appreciate being invited into this because I do know the dynamic between Michelle and between Elizabeth. And I know I'm the only one that's not from Startful originally and I've been here for a long time but I think just the fact that they have brought me into this has just been a a privilege and something that I haven't felt in a long time and so that is, is what out of this brings me a lot of joy from me I think that you will hear the complete willingness to be real honest about my failures I think that I don't have a, a huge success story I have not you know, built a multi-million dollar business. Uh, but what I have done is I have tried to be creative and innovative and I've tried to love my girls who've come through my business and worked with me as, as students, um, really well. And what I know about myself now is that I'm a seven on the Enneagram and that my, what brings me the most joy in life is to see people around me experience the fullness of joy in their lives and that, that they fully savor life and and what life gives them. And so I've always been confused with myself about being a businesswoman because I never, like, I don't even, I hate looking at my books. I don't care what really at the end of the day, the, the bank statement says, but what fires me up is to see my girls move away and open their own studio or my girls move to Nashville and work at this super cool, you know, company in whatever industry or to see my girls leave and start their own, you know, blog and be an influencer and, you know, have younger girls than them looking up to them. So that is what really just fires my engine. And that is the thing that in a small town can make it really hard because my whole joy is seeing people around me experience joy. And when that's not happening, I am sad. (laughs) So that is what I really hope to bring to this is, is the, the way that if you really can celebrate someone how much that can fill your cup to see someone else be successful, whether they work with you or not. And I just hope to bring that aspect um, or that vision to this and, and it show people that, um, that loving people where they are and celebrating their successes can be something that brings immense, immense joy. So Michelle, tell us about you, girlfriend. Okay. So I'm Michelle Tian or Tihan, 
however you would love to say it. Um, I answer to both. I am a mom of triplets plus one, Tehan triplets and a Drew, wife to Alan. Um, I'm a sister. I'm a daughter. Um, I absolutely adore my family. I'm a really, really bold person, which has gotten me in trouble so many times in my life. I have been such an unkind person at different phases of my life. Um, I'm the energy. I feel like you could almost feel Michelle has entered a room. And um, I, the MSU was actually at Omaha this year. And I sent Trevor Fitz or maybe his wife a, a message and, and said, hey, I'm actually here. I'm, I'm at the stadium. And they text back. I knew I just felt the wind change. I mean, my presence, the energy that I put off, it's either really, really exciting, it's really, really sad, it's really, really mad, um, and I embrace those emotions just wholeheartedly, and that's gotten me so far in life, it's gotten me in trouble in life, um, it's created change in my life, um, and so what I have, I would think, learned really over the last five to ten years is how to channel that for good and how to um, bring that together with people. Um, I have learned to be kind. If you're being kind, being nice is just not on my radar. Um, I think Elizabeth said a nice is like it's on the surface. It's just it's just right there. But being kind is more about your heart and putting things out there. And if you're kind, you're always going to um, you're always going to get that back. People remember how you make them feel. And that's super important to me because I never um, I have made people feel sad. I have made people feel mad, but that's just no longer my goal. Um, I want to be kind. I want people to um, to know that I'm on their team. I want to cheer for those people. And I learned that through being a business owner in a small town, um, through being a mother of triplets, my goodness, the patience that I shouldn't have prayed for patience. I think my husband prayed for patience and that's where it came from. But that is what I hope that you will take away from me is um, I have been on the other fence. I have, um, I have, not being kind and realize that I just, yeah, you just, you don't, what is your saying about bees and honey, Elizabeth? You just, you attract so many more bees when you use honey. You just do. And I need people on my team. I want people on my team. Like this thing called life is not fun alone. Nope. It's just not. It's safe. It is. Yeah, it is super safe. It is super safe, but I, I don't love that. And so I'm not afraid to put myself out there. Absolutely at all. I'm not afraid to show my weaknesses. I'm not afraid. Just don't jump. My goodness. If you have thoughts, if you have fear, jump. Do not be afraid to um, put yourself out there. Just don't. Just don't. Don't be afraid to put yourself out there and always be kind. I hope that that is what I put out to people through this experience. I hope that you can learn, um, yeah, that you're going to get so many more bees with honey. As a group, we promise to be as vulnerable as 45 minutes will allow. This will not be a podcast of all the things that we do right, but hopefully you will learn what not to do as much as some things that actually do work for you. There will be interviews with other successful leaders as well as specific topics that we feel are just universally important to anyone who wants to pursue leadership. And just maybe it will have the ability to wake up people from a place that they may not even know that they're living in. 
Our mission is simple. It's one that we have each lived out for years individually without the support that we have now found in the hive. No sense in running alone any longer because together we're going to be scared, but do it anyway. We're going to be ill-equipped, but hustle until we figure it out. We are going to be grateful, but always know that there is more out there. We're going to know our worth, but empower others to find theirs. We are going to be confident in our individual uniqueness, but support others in their own corner. And above all, we are going to know our power, but use it to be kind. Why did we decide to call this podcast Honey Hush? Michelle, you're going to have to tell them about Aunt Betty. Honey Hush is something my Aunt Betty, I have an Aunt Betty, and she is um, in her 70s, um, West Point, Mississippi. And she has always said things like, heavens to Betsy and honey, hush. And um, I actually posted her just a couple of weeks ago with the reindeer light onesie. That is my Aunt Betty. Dak loving Betty. And she, um, she has so many great nieces and great nephews and great, great nieces and nephews. And she has this amazing way of making every single one of us feel so special. And I get emotional thinking about it because um, she makes every single one of us feel like we are her favorite. Mm. Um, She will have um, a lunch for us just randomly, maybe once every couple of years, and it'll just be out of the blue. And she'll have, the other day, she had little fried um, apple pies for me. And she is just always there. She is so consistent. And she um, is just ready to tell a story, ready to listen to your story. And she'll say, ooh, honey, hush. And it is just so precious to me. And... um, and it's really impacted my life as an adult as when I think about um, how much effort and time yes. she might only give us, a, you know, a small window of her life every year. Um, but it's intentional. It is so intentional. You know, um, she you're always going to get a birthday card from her and it's going to be so special to you. And you're always going to get that Facebook post from her. And um, I would we would all say. I'm Aunt Betty's favorite, and we all have a reason why, but um, Honey Hush is, oh, I can hear her saying it right now, um, but I think that that so applies to what we're doing and what we hope to do. We hope to pour ourselves into people, you know, and Honey Hush, sit down, let me tell you about something. Right. You know, we want to talk to you. We want to know about you. I want to. Love um, you. I do. Right. I just do. And so, um, Honey Hush, we're going to tell you something. Sit down a minute. And it's just that's the legacy that we want to leave. Yes. We want to leave to anybody that we have the opportunity or that we have the privilege of getting to spend space with, but it's with intentional. Like she has to be intentional with that many family members. Mm-hmm. She has to be intentional. And as entrepreneurs, we influence more people than we realize. Mm-hmm. And we have to be intentional because when we're not, we unintentionally hurt people. Then as we further talked about what we hope to accomplish through this podcast, it dawned on us that a beehive has five types of bees working in the hive, just like leadership has five major levels of leadership. All the bees are inside the hive just doing their thing, all in support of the overall goal to make 
honey. And the more honey, the more bees. And y'all, we want you in our hive with us, making this honey that we hope transforms the way that women view each other in the business world. But knowing that everyone is not going to want to be a part of this, we are just responsible for doing our part. You know the saying, straighten her crown without telling everybody else that it was crooked? Mm-hmm. We want to create a new culture of doing the right thing without expecting reward or acknowledgement. You know, entrepreneurship, friendship. Okay, none of that stuff is safe. Mm-mm. And so here's the deal, okay? We're creating a, uh, we're creating a community, the hive, mm-hmm. right? And what's inside the hive? Bees. What do bees have on their butts? Stingers, all right? So let's just go ahead and just state the obvious that when you mess with people, you know, imperfect humans, like, you're going to get stung. Yes. Okay, and in a hive full of females... Like the potential there is we coming after you. It's pretty high. But what we need to do though in, in this space that we're trying to create is reduce that. Put your stingers up. Reduce that and be like, I got one too. Is that what is that what we're gonna do? Is are we gonna sting each other? I mean, we both die, right? When a bee stings, their butt falls off and they both die. That's that's not the point. The point is to create honey, and more honey creates more bees and attracts more. You know, that's that's the whole thing of this is that if we can be transparent enough to say, this is where I've screwed up, this is where I was unkind or whatever, and then also be like, I, I would really like it if you would be kind. Like, you hurt my feelings. Or We want people to sit at our table. Yes. Scoot over. Let me in. Right. I'm going to let her in. Right. You scoot over. Let her in. Yes. And we may both be making the same honey. Okay. That's the thing. And that what I find fascinating in this group is that we all kind of sort of cross over a little bit in what we do and how we do it. And we're, and for the most part, like, okay, there is enough real estate on the market for everybody. Okay. There is, but there is going to be crossover where we have the same friends or we have the same whatever's. That's okay, because at the end of the day, we're looking for everybody to be successful. And this is not to say, go be kind to everyone, pour your heart out, get run over. Oh, be a doormat, give it away, give your customers away. Be self-deprecating. This is not that. This Mm. is, this is, and we'll, we will obviously unpack this in different, or in following episodes, but how, how do you just stand in your own strengths and, and and put away your own insecurities. How do you have just confidence in yourself and your abilities? Celebrate that in others, but also have boundaries to say, I know what I can bring to the table. I'm going to stay in my lane and do the best job that I can do. And if that ever is threatened, then we're, we're we just need to, we're going to talk about at some point, how, how do you choose which relationships are healthy for you to remain in and ones that are not. And that will all be so important too. So if, if you're thinking, Oh, is, are they going to tell me that I have to completely let myself be, trampled and torn up because at the, for the sake of other people. No. Um, I think we hope to bring some wisdom to that and, in, in this, and, and we all have different perspectives to bring, you know, to, to get there from. But, um, I just think that this is an important conversation. I think this will continue to be a important, an important conversation. I think that there are, um, current business owners that need to hear what we have to say about this. I think that there are aspiring entrepreneurs that need to hear this. How many girls are out there scared to death because they've seen a bad example of this walked out and that scares them to the point that they're not going to offer the world their goodies because it's not worth, they're not going to jump. No. What do you have? All you're going to do is fall. And I've said it so many times. If I fall, 
if I fail, I just learn what not to do next right. time. Right. I'm not going to stop just because. Never, ever, ever be afraid to jump. My goodness, that is one of the, um, you may fail. Do it again. Get back up. Oh, my goodness. You just learn what not to do next time. Yes. Failing is so it's an important imp- part of the process. It is. It is so important for your success. It just is in whatever you are doing. We truly believe that there are more women out there that think like us, but are waiting for a swarm of other like-minded women to come alongside them. Well, ladies, here it is. The Hive is officially open and ready to create a buzz with those of you who are ready to find your place in authentic leadership. We do not promise to be perfect, but we do promise to be transparently present. You know, honey attracts bees, and we know that we need to create a community of women who are going to encourage each other in these things and um, bring their girlfriends with them too. You know, we're gonna we're gonna learn to tell the negativity and the competitiveness and the non kind. We're gonna we're gonna learn to tell it to hush, and we're gonna do it together. But we're all gonna do it in a completely different way. We've got three very different personalities, very different behavior styles, very different leadership skills, you know, and you guys are going to resonate with somebody different maybe every time or you're you're going to love one and want to tune out the other. It doesn't matter, but it's not always going to be this serious and you know, we're going to we're going to figure it out together. Um, but the biggest thing that we want you to understand is that you've got power. You as an individual listening right now, like you have so much power and we're going to ask you to use it to be kind and we're going to ask you to join the hive and we need you to press the subscribe button because that's the only way this message is going to get out to more and more people is that if we can share this vulnerable place with as many women as possible then this hive is going to grow and together we're going to learn to say honey hush there is room for you at this table Come sit beside me. Hold my hand. I'm screwed up too, but, you know, together, we're going to find an answer. So press subscribe. Tell your friends about it. Take a screenshot of this right now. Please share it on social media. Tag us. Like, do all the things because we want you here with us. So, friends, thank you so much for allowing us in your earbuds today. It fills our hearts with so much joy that you have come along and given this a shot. So we hope that you will subscribe and follow along with us on all of our social media handles. And we would love to hear from you. We want to hear what these words have done to your heart and how you feel that they could impact your life. And we are so excited to walk this journey out with you. Welcome to The Hive. There's a place for you. Mm -hmm.